Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with The Fall Guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Grant Napier, Sean Salisbury here on No Filter Network. Sean, good to talk to you and. As we sit here at uh, 4 o'clock Eastern, 3 o'clock Central, uh, the word is it ain't going to happen in the next hour. I'm talking about the talks going on in Major League Baseball. Now, again, that those are the people that are there covering it. There doesn't seem to be a lot of encouragement right now that this thing's finally going to get settled before 5 o'clock. And that will be an absolute fucking embarrassment for Major League Baseball. And I, I'm beginning to think, Sean, that Major League Baseball doesn't want a deal. I, I really believe that, that they're trying to break the union here. It doesn't seem to me that Rob Manford and baseball and the owners really want a deal. Now, what point in time are they planning on giving, um, given, given, given the play, I mean, a little bit of latitude here. I mean, a good negotiation isn't when you beat the shit out of the other person. Okay. Right. I, I, had, I talked to Rob Dibble today. I had him on my show earlier on my local show in Houston, Grant. And, and Dibs, first of all, thinks the players are going to cave and that they've already started to, and we've seen it. They've given in. I mean, they, you know, the owners give a little and the players give a lot. I know the players want to play. I'm convinced that part of the owners in baseball don't give two shits um, about anything but their bottom line and money. I don't think there's any, if you went into the qualitative, quantitative part of this thing, it's all about the numbers. It ain't yep. about feelings or any of that. They don't care. And I'm not sure they, they did some of these owners even love baseball, honest to God, because this wasn't their first love. It's a great investment. Their price is going up. The, 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 the revenue, the, the rights fees when it comes to money going up, the money they're going to make at the box office and everything they do. And some of these regional teams are, are, are printing money, right? Yes. And so, and the value, listen, the best investment, safest investment on the planet if you own an NFL franchise, that's one in baseball. Don't believe the, oh, we're losing money. Screw you. No, you're not. Okay. And here's what I don't get is, did you not look in the ballpark when we were going through COVID and see a horse shit, empty stadiums, empty yeah. ballparks everywhere. And if you thought baseball was any good without fans in the stands, it sucked ass as much as it sucked. There's no Hard. energy to play. It did. And I understand some of the reasons why we can get on that in another argument, but we didn't have fans in the stands. And so with that in mind, and then we had minimal, if you didn't know about turning the fans off without a seat at the table, you might want to rethink this. The owners are going to win this battle. They just are the players. And here's another thing. You, like when you're taking a test in school, Grant, how many of us wait until the 11th hour to study for a final so we could pass yep. our test or yep. make an A instead of knowing four months in advance, if we wrote a paragraph a day, we'd have our 20 page paper done and it'd be done. They've known this forever. 
It's I, I'm with you. It's almost as if they're saying we are going to rip your union to shreds and have you guys infighting so you go your separate ways. Sledgeham, one's holding the sledgehammer, the other's holding the hammer, and the, the players are going to lose this, and they're going to keep – I still believe it will be done this week. I think we'll be in spring training because when push comes to shove and desperation kicks in, people – they, 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 they start to look around, their head on a swivel, and they let it go. The players have conceded enough, but the owners are going to beat it into the ground, and then they're going to walk away from this bitter, and I'll see you again in, what, five years to do it all over again. Okay, so you really believe that if there's no deal reached by the top of the hour in another 60 minutes, which is the deadline, you really believe that there will still be a deal this week? No, I, I guess I should have pre prefaced that. I thought this morning that after what happened yesterday – that even though there was still far apart, that the panic of, oh, my gosh, the reality of we are yep. actually going to miss games and paychecks. Now, can Max Scherzer afford to miss a game? Sure. But there's plenty. Uh, the, and sure. Diggs was talking about the average, like 5.6 years for a player to play. We all think it's the Scherzers and the Jeters who play 20 years and 15 right. years. It's not. It's all the other cats, right? And I know we're not supposed yep. to feel sorry for players, and I don't. They make plenty of money. And the truth is, Grant, we really don't – Two months from now, you and I, I mean, even hardcore baseballs that were fans that are studying what the issues are in these negotiations, 95% of America doesn't really give a shit. They just want you to say, we're playing baseball and let's go at it. I'll see you in five or yep. seven years, whatever. They don't. Are they Because for me, well, I go back and forth. Do you really deep down give two shits nine months from now what the minimum salary for a player is? No, no you cares. care about going to the ballpark and having right. a baseball bat. I'm not, no I don't mean that mean or disrespectful. That. It's just the facts. Right. So we just want baseball back. But no, I thought they'd hammer it out today because the players would cave even more and, and panic more because the owners can afford it more and that they'd get it done and we'd be playing baseball and spring training by the end of this week. If it goes today and you're bitter walking away, I don't even think they'll be back in a meeting by the end of the week. Do you? No. If they don't Hell get no. I don't, think they'd be back in a, I don't think they'll be back in a meeting for a couple of weeks if they don't have a, an agreement today. I really Which don't. Means we'll miss a month of baseball, regular season oh, yeah. games. Oh, yeah. yeah. No question. All right. Something else I wanted to talk about. And I got to tell you, you know, you talked about COVID and you talk. There is nothing more fucked up than what is going on in New York City with the new vaccine mandate, which goes into effect on March 7th. So for the people that are not familiar, in a nutshell, beginning on March 7th, if you're unvaccinated, you can now go into a restaurant. You can go work out in a gym. And you can go to an entertainment venue. However, if you are Kyrie Irving, because you work for a private business, you still are not allowed to go to work if you're not vaccinated. But yet, players on other teams that come into play in Brooklyn, if they're not vaccinated, they can play. So what I'm saying here is Kyrie Irving, if he wanted to, could get on a fucking subway packed with people, could stop on the way to the Barclays Center and go work out in the gym. Then after he showers, hangs out, he can go into a packed restaurant. Then he can actually walk into the Barclays Center. He can sit on the floor in floor seats and eat his popcorn with thousands of people in the arena around him, but he can't fucking play. Is there anything more ridiculous and more stupid than that, Sean? We're living, no. We're living in a world of horseshit, hypocritical nut jobs. Yep. Okay? Yep. Now, listen, <laughs> hypocrisy, it's like I said, it's the only, this is, the strangest thing. And you know what? Good on Kyrie Irving to stand his ground. I know people get pissed at him. You know what? Fuck you. 
It's his opinion. He can do what he wants. I'm not making decisions for Kyrie. Listen, uh, well, tonight after the State of the Union address, all of a sudden COVID's gone, apparently. I mean, it's, it's going to be okay. We don't have it anymore. So, listen, I, I, this, mask, this mask vaccine shit, don't get me started on it. I respect anybody who, who, who's been vaccinated. If you want to wear a mask till, till, till hell freezes over, have the fuck at it. Okay. If you don't, then great. I love you too. But yes, grab me that popcorn and that soda. But because it's a private business, I mean, it's the it's the dumbest, hey. craziest shit and, of all time. As a matter of fact, it's it. so shit that that part of it. I'm not laughing at people for wearing masks or vaccinated or otherwise. But it's it's so comical that we're in this situation. It's like you throw your hands up and say, "Oh, so it's not about anything other than we're doing it this way." Of course, it's horse shit. Hey, of course it is. Get a little of this. The mayor of New York comes out and says he can't give special treatment to Kyrie because it wouldn't be fair to other employees and private businesses. And you know what? I actually agree with that. However, I actually, okay, I agree with that. But then the mayor says that the mandate is ridiculous and makes no sense. So I did a rant on this yesterday. If the mayor of New York City, I believe his name is Mayor Adams. He's a new mayor. If the mayor of New York City thinks that the mandate is ridiculous and makes no sense. You're the fucking mayor. Change it. You're the mayor of this city. You are the mayor. Change it. You get together with the people, the morons that make these stupid decisions, and you change it. I mean, isn't that what an elected official does? If you're the fucking mayor of New York, the biggest city in America, and you as the mayor think it's ridiculous and that the mandate makes no sense and you want Kyrie to play, but you can't give him special treatment, then change the damn thing. Yeah. And change it for everybody. Uh, yes. You know what? Everyone. Look, 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 it's amazing. I mean, you know, it's okay. Now, if you want to wear, like I said, you want to drive down the street in a mask on all respect, you, you won't wear one in my car. Okay. Uh, <laughs> and that's okay. And I won't wear one in yours, but that's no dis. I'll just stay away. And if you're the mandate and all that, listen, we all have an opinion, but it's amazing how it, the, 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 I, the, you could be literally four feet from each other and it'll change mandate, private, public, this and that. Listen, I'm not here to tell people what to do, but I am here to tell you that if you're the mayor and you can't change it for everybody and you feel bad for them, and you think the mandate's insane, then what the fuck are you doing? You know, you know, exactly. far be it for me, I'm not in New York City, but man, I'll tell you what, that thing with Kyrie, dude, is the most, I, it, it's, it's actually, it's become laughable. It has yes. become laughable of what's going on with him and what he can do and can't do, but yet sit there, but we don't want you on the court because if you're here, but if you're a visiting player, you can, because we, I mean, are you out of your frigging mind that it, it, it's nuts and Dude, if you want to backtrack, get me started on all this shit all over again and ruin my day, let's go. Okay. All right, so let, all right. Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna make you happy. We're gonna talk about football. You're not ruining my day. I'm actually kidding, but you make a great point. It's 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 complete. The hypocrisy of it is is maddening, is what it is. I have for a long time thought that the combine is very overrated. I think it's actually almost unnecessary. You have snaps of every fucking play an athlete has had from high school all the way through college. Now I'm going to get guys in shorts and short sleeve shirts, and I'm going to watch them run, and I'm going to watch them do things. Is it really going to change my opinion? And if so, why? What's your take on the combine? Is it a valuable tool, or is it just 
Let's make some money. Let's get everybody in Indianapolis. Let's put it on the NFL network and let's all get together and go to fucking St. Elmo's and have our shrimp cocktail and our steak. What you tell me. Social event made for TV. It's my, I've been saying for two decades from the years I was on TV, it's the most overrated event of the year. Football and you and I have not talked about this. No, Dude, I haven't, I haven't watched 15 minutes of a combine camp in my fucking life. I've watched the combine as often as I've watched the pro bowl. Okay. Now, listen, I get the social. There's a couple things about it. I get all the, you know, everybody wants to go there and hobnob and we got press conferences. I get it. And made for TV so we can watch guys run and it looks good and you can post the video. I get all that. I don't have to watch it. I'm not interested in watching it. with quarterbacks. Listen, first of all, if you're a first top, if you're a first round pick or a top 15 pick, why would you even do it? You can hurt yourself more than you can help you. Why would you even do it? Go, go take your interviews with the teams. Don't run. You can hurt yourself. If you can't throw, I, listen, I can go to the combine with, with a week's preparation and I can throw every ball they're going to throw and keep the ball off the ground in shorts and a t-shirt. I'm just at my age, I can still do it. Now I may not get there as quick as somebody else, but really shorts and a t-shirt. Now, most really the, the football people realize that they're not judging a guy, but they will. If a guy ran a four, four, and all of a sudden he goes four, three, seven, his ass will go from the third round to the first round in a heartbeat. And, they, and he may not be able to play a lick and fuck of football, okay? But he can run his ass off. I get it. A guy measures, he bench press. I get all the optics and measurables of it. And I know we got to get measurements. That's fair. But the throwing and running a curl route, you're going to do all this shit again at the pro day. You got your pro day. The interviews, there's two things. Interviews and like for a DB, I'd like to see him flip his hips for a receiver because he catches the ball with his hands and explode out of a cut. But I do have 15 or 30 or 40 games of tape on the cap. I, right. I would think that that matters. And I've never seen a sport where more people rise and fall between the last national championship game who didn't compete even in the senior bowl or any bowl game rise and fall faster in football. And they haven't done shit since the season ended. I don't know where it all goes. It's a made for TV event. It's the most overrated week of the year. And some people are fanatical about watching it. I never have. I never will. I've never covered right. it. Last time I was at the combine is when I was in it. Okay. And it was yeah. in new Orleans and, it was before Mardi Gras, right around this time. And me and about five Pac-12 quarterbacks, when we were all done with it, we turned we, we turned hurricanes upside down. Those drinks on Bourbon Street, me and Rippin and David Nord. We had yeah. a frig Hugh Miller, we had a friggin' blast, but not yeah. before we tested. But it is it's a cattle prod. By the time I was done, my knee that was being rehabbed was it felt like it was uh, I tore another ligament because they moved it around about 27 times with 50 different doctors, right? But Listen, I understand all the hobnob and the ghost. It's unnecessary. I'm never judging a quarterback because he throws it 75 yards in an indoor facility that you don't have a pass rush knocking the shit out of you. want a real combine? Put pads on him and let's run the drills like that and let's get after it. But that'll never happen because we don't want anybody hurt. Make him do the standing broad jump in full gear. Make him jump the, the, the long jump or the, the, the uh, you know, their uh, vertical in full gear. Run the 40 in full gear. But we're not going to do that. So, yeah, for me, Grant, I take nothing away from combine other than when I see a guy, you're like, oh, he's 429 and he's a good football player. Those are the outliers, of course. But for me, the pro day is more important because then you get to dictate all the throws and what you do. And for the most part, unless a guy just lays an egg, these scouts know exactly where a guy fits in in their progress and, and in their program as far as they start to slot him on their workout. The combine has minimal effect, if you ask me, other than the interviews and some outlier 
that, that runs so fast you can't believe it. I love the fact that you and I think exactly the same. And, you know, when you and I go on, we don't talk about this shit. So I had no idea that's how you felt, but I'm not surprised. By the way, word is coming in that basically the baseball talks are over. It's not going to fucking happen. Again, these are very preliminary. Um, they the, the Some of the people that are saying this are people that I'm not familiar with, but they do have blue check marks and they are there. And they are saying one, one in particular, Ben Nicholson, who works for... Uh, let's see who Ben works for, uh, sportsnet.ca, but he's there and he said, uh, players plan to decline the MLB proposal sources tell me and, uh, John Heyman, who's very, very respected in baseball said that players felt basically nothing about MLB's last and best offer said that it's over and this thing is not getting done. What a, what a, what an absolute disgrace. It's disgraceful. And here's the other thing, not to get political, but when you see what's going on in Ukraine and you see the video of moms and children and people fearing for their life and you see just the other domino effects, what the fuck are you doing? You're not able to read the room. You're not able to read the country. You're billionaires and millionaires. Wake the fuck up and see what is going on in the world. And you are going to not have, you're going to, you're not going to have opening day. Well, I'm telling you, Sean, we always say this, Sean, whenever there's a, a lockout, oh, well, I'm not going back. I'm not going to watch the game anymore. And fans always come back. I honestly believe this time that baseball is going to suffer some consequences by this fucked up labor situation. I really do. Yeah. Especially if this lasts, let's say we miss a full month. Grant, think about the vendors, oh. the people, who, the people, the beer, the people who pour your beer, who take your tickets that are relying on the extra money for this job as a secondary job, or bartenders at spring training that count on the next four months of mortgage. I know that people don't think the players and the owners don't think about that shit. I can guarantee you, until they're going on and there's only eight thousand people in the stands and you've lost four in a row, then they think about it. But right now, it's sitting in those rooms. They're not thinking about this. And I can tell you this: with all the, we all want to say we know all about the. You know the 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 the, uh, the tax and about minimum salary and you know when free agency kicks. Let me tell you something, dude. I'll be honest with you. And I I I'm like as a player, I I usually pull for them, as I said earlier. I don't. When all is said and done, I don't really give a shit what they argue over because it's good. Doesn't matter who wins. I don't care people, either. No one cares. No one cares. Yeah, if you win this, other than the players and what they're getting, and that's fine. That's their negotiation. I'm not in their union. That they think well, if we if we don't give in now, then the next negotiation, then they'll give in. No, that's not true. The, the, the short memory. Oh, we hammered them last time. Shit, let's hammer them again. Or we held out last time. Let's do it again. There is no, uh, you get no home time discount for what happened the previous CBA. It's just a new one. And by that time, there's some new rep. There's somebody else doing it. And I personally don't give two shits what they're fighting over. I know what they're fighting over. Nope. Very, very much so. But you know all I care about? Am I going to spring training? Are people going to spring training? Do you get to go on your baseball trip? Is Fenway going to have people? Is Minute Maid going to have people? Are down there in Florida, they going to have people? I, I just, listen, and they think, that they, they, they actually think that, and I know this, and sadly, we care about that more than they care about the fan and the media, but they are naive and above the clouds with their thought process that this doesn't matter, yet it ain't yep. about you, the fan, and it should be. It's about them, the player, and them, the owner. 
And I'm on the I'm on the player side because I don't think Rob Manfred I know, loves baseball. I just don't. I'm curious. You're in Houston. Correct me if I'm wrong, but your station is the flagship station of the Astros, correct? It sure is. I, I, okay. I'm wondering, this is a two-part question. Houston's a really good baseball city. What do you think the impact of this is on the city? And I'm curious, you as you know, a talk show host in the morning on the flagship station of the Astros, which right now you'd be talking Astros pretty much around the clock with the Rockets being so shitty. What's the impact of that on your show and your station? When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It is the, the the frustration. This Grant, I've been in a lot of cities, and, and I know that there's towns that are, you know, you know as a Yankee guy and Red Sox and Philly and yep. San Francisco and Los Angeles. There's a lot of great baseball. St. Louis, right? Yep. I could say I've been in a lot of them. I, 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 while this is a football state, Grant, at this current time, the last since I've been in Houston, especially the last, I've been there eight years now for the last five, this is a baseball city in a football state. This city loves the Astros far more than they love any other sport in this city. And it is, and right now it's not close. And here's the impact. They want baseball. They crave it. I mean, it's a, they want to talk it. They want to talk Correa in the middle of the football season where he's going. They, they, just, they just do. And maybe it'll change when the, when the Texans get good again, but because people love football and it's so popular, but baseball blows away everything else. So there's concern, but I get the feeling there's bummer that they're, that it's not started pissed at, that Rob Manfred gets most of the flack uh, um, want their Astros back. But I'll tell you what the buffer zone is grant in Houston, the Altuve's they love grant. I'm telling you the passion. It's almost the admiration. I almost feel like Elvis Presley back in his days, how much they loved him. It, like the stars in this town on the baseball diamond grant. They are, they are worshiped here, even through this, because most people are saying, and they're blaming it on the owners, but you know who they're not blaming it on? Because another guy that's beloved is Jim Crane. Jim Crane played baseball in his past. They yep. love him here. He loves his team here. It, it's it's so weird because all around people are saying, I'm not going to go. Rarely are many Astros fans. Now, some that say if they outprice me, I can't go. But Jim Crane is so beloved, and I understand why. Low-key guy. The Astros team, for whatever reason, maybe it's been that us against the world after what happened in 17, that they rally around it. So more people are pissed at Rob Manford than anybody. And in Houston, I'm just going to tell you, Grant, if this is 30 days late, there'll be some. But for the one person who doesn't show up or the 4,000, yep. 4,000 more yep. are going to go. Because this is a town that baseball, quite frankly, at this stage, yep. trumps everything. I could talk Astros in opening day of the NFL season, and people still want to go. So I love it. It's easy to talk baseball. Hey. But this town loves Mr. Crane and the Astros so much 
that it's all 95% of it's pointed right at the owners. And it's Jeff not Jeff Passan. Two minutes ago, Jeff Passan of ESPN put out this tweet in capital letters breaking MLBPA player leaders agreed unanimously not to accept MLB's final proposal, and there will be no deal on a new collective bargaining agreement before MLB's 5 p.m. Eastern deadline, sources tell ESPN. So, you know, again, we I, I was with you. You know, I actually stayed up last night past 2 a.m. Eastern time because I have a podcast today, and I wanted to I, – I thought I would have good news, and I could talk about that. In, so at 2 o'clock, I went to sleep, and I got up this morning at 6.30 because I wanted – and I couldn't fucking believe that they, they were – they had not reached a deal, but I was optimistic when I said, well, oh, they're going to ha- extend the deadline at five o'clock. And when I saw that, that they were going to extend the deadline, Sean, to five o'clock today, I was like, they're going to get a deal done. There's no way they're going to extend this, fucking talk until three in the morning, come back and not get a deal done. But based on what I'm seeing, it almost looks like that they've taken major steps back today. So I don't see this thing getting done anytime soon. When they walk out of that meeting room, like I said, when I said that, I thought the players after this, that even though there was stuff to do, it felt like cross some T's, dot some I's, a little bit of hardcore negotiation, but that everybody would realize we can't miss games. Well, the players, and maybe the players are catching wind that because a lot of people I've read that the players, you know, are going to cave and they're giving in to everything. Maybe the players decided to bow their neck and say, screw this. Yep. This isn't going to happen. And you're not breaking this union up. We're, 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 there's, we're solid in this. And now the question is, what happened was, Grant, now if, if, if bitterness starts to seep in, getting people back to the table takes longer. Yep. So now when they walk yes. away from this, I don't think they're going to schedule a meeting tomorrow to you or the next day. Like well, not only that, weeks away. no, hell no, they're not scheduling a meeting tomorrow. There's right. no fucking way in the world they're having a meeting tomorrow. I don't see any way right. in the world. Right. Oh, I agree. So now, now you start to dip into what you're saying. If you're a, if you're a sit on the fence baseball fan, you are done, especially coming out of COVID. What's going yeah. on with the, like you, you mentioned, the recognizing the room. Hardcore fans, are, I'm still going to watch baseball in three months, Grant. You and I both yeah. are because I love it. But I, I, to me, minimum salary, you want this minimum, they want that. Okay. They, they ain't spending any of it on me or any of it on you. I don't, you, or any of I don't it care the what the salaries are. Why do I give no. a shit what they make? I don't. I don't I care either. baseball however you get to it. And it appears that the players want to play it more than the owners want to play it and here we are and uh if it goes long man this could be we don't have mcguire and sosa to save baseball man but, but you know what i'm saying we didn't have that that era yep. that, that era has changed i mean and they i mean it wasn't just those two but that long ball and bonds the whole thing now we're at a point where this happens you might you might as well this is going to be a if this goes long it's going to be a very bitter 2022 season the only time i get upset when it comes to salaries are when athletes take games off like we see in the NBA, right. when, it, when right. James Harden decides he's not going to play for a couple games and he's making over six hundred thousand dollars a game, that shit irks me. That that, that bothers me. A ticket and you you went there to see him play that one night, right? Yes, absolutely. Great. That for me drives me fucking crazy. That's the only time I really am bothered by how much they make. Other than that, I don't give a shit. And I'm with you on baseball. I don't care what the minimum salary is. I don't care about the tax. I don't care about any of that stuff. It, first of all, we as fans, we don't even understand that. We don't, you think we understand the luxury tax in baseball and all the other shit that they want, you know, arbitration this, arbitration that for so many years of service. Who cares? As a baseball fan, we don't give a shit. Get out on the field and play. That's what we care about. 
You want to see the stars on the field. And yep. what you don't want to see, no offense, is if the stars aren't on the field, the product dips. And that doesn't mean yep. we don't like minor league players. And we go to watch the players, not an owner sitting in his suite. Sorry to tell you. That's and right. None of us go to listen to Rob Manfred no. talk. But if it gets bitter, man, athletes, I'm going to tell you what, athletes, most athletes I know are reactive. You yep. give me this, I'll react, at least in my sport and football, they react. You punch me, I punch back, right? That's the way. So now it's gotten to the point where if you're the players, you almost start to get painted in a corner where people say, don't be soft. Don't, don't, we're not going to be a bitch here. We're yep. going to fight back. And the, the owners are like, whatever. And now look where we're at. And it's not going to have an agreement today. Now the next thing is just getting everybody back to the table, which to yep. me seems like it's going to be a hell of a hard thing to do, at least in the near future. How about Jimmy Garoppolo is going to have surgery, Sean, on his throwing shoulder. So we're talking about a guy we all knew about his thumb. You know, we heard about that shoulder in the game, I believe, at Tennessee. And then they said he, you know, hurt it in the playoff game against Dallas. But, you know, again, we talk about him being underappreciated. Think about what he was playing with. And you can relate to this better than anyone. All right. He now has to have surgery on that shoulder that he was playing with in addition to his thumb. I give the guy a lot of credit, man. I really do. Ton of credit to, and never complained about it. Never bitched or complained or whined that they drafted. I mean, Jimmy, a very underappreciated player. He just is. But yep. now Grant begs this question. Are the 49ers willing to, while he's rehabbing and going through all this shoulder rehab, and to where they say, well, if we trade him, some, what's somebody going to offer now? Are we losing value for Jimmy Garoppolo? So what are we going to give him up for a fourth or fifth round pick? Or do we keep him here, let him rehab, and maybe – we keep in the fray in 2022 if Brady or Rogers are, you know, if we can't get Rogers in a trade or Brady's not coming. Right. So one, one footnote, yeah, though, Sean, one footnote, one footnote, they expect him to be fine by the summer. So I, oh, I, I forgot. Think, to oh, add I exactly. But will people, if then is this getting to a point now, instead of a pre-draft trade, are we talking about a get him healthy, test him and then trade then? Or is some team willing to say, you know what, I'm going to trust the, the medicals and say, I want Jimmy Garoppolo in Indianapolis. We're going to trade Carson Wentz. We'll give you a third-round pick, and we're going to go. Or does this slow that process down and make it a post-draft trade instead of a pre-draft trade? Interesting. Would you would you see him being successful in Tampa? I can see Jimmy Garoppolo being successful everywhere if he's got players around him. I don't think Jimmy is a carry-you-on-your-back-for-six-weeks quarterback like Josh Allen, Mahomes. I do believe that you put him in there with good players. He, he, listen. The guy's been a good player in San Francisco, but he misses easy throws. It's not the hard ones I'm worried about, easy ones. I don't think he's a – he's not you're hitting in your three-hole old school or your two-hole now where he's a run every day, but you give him good players, he'll put up consistent good numbers. I'll tell you, I think a perfect place for him, a perfect place, and I know it's not going to happen because they've already said they're committed to another year to Ryan Tannehill. I think Garoppolo in Tennessee would be fucking perfect, perfect in that system. With Derrick Henry in the backfield. Yes. And that you defense. A.J. Brown. You've got yep. a, you know, a coach. You're not relying on Garoppolo to carry you. Your defense yep. got better. You're, you, you know you're going to get more out of the receiving core. You get a good draft. And Jimmy can throw it 24 times. Kind of like the 49ers, but with a better running back, even though the run yep. game in San Francisco. And it's perfect because you take your play action shots over the top. Jimmy's a very underappreciated player. I'm curious to see how teams will jump in the fray now knowing Jimmy's going to have surgery or if that delays it, or if you just say, I'm taking a flyer, the guy's going to recover. I'll, I'll trade a third or so, whatever it is you think you're going to trade for Jimmy Garoppolo. If the 49ers still, which I imagine intend to move him. 
Well, uh, have a good rest of the day, and you can cancel your uh, spring training plans, all right, with your radio show if you were planning on so going I, to Arizona. And I, I plan on going down, putting tennis shoes on, a hat and sunglasses, and just sitting there and drinking a cold beer and eating a hot dog in the stands in Scottsdale, too. And guess what? They screwed. Now I'm pissed. Now that you mentioned it, it's about me. No, I'm kidding. It, it, it sucks because this is full, This is baseball time, right? This is the I way know. we do it. And so, yeah, as of right now, put them on hold or – not at all, which sucks for everybody that has plans. And I'll leave you with this. Is there a more, is there anybody in sports right now worth the price of admission more than John Morant in Memphis? No, there is not. The guy is, you know, I, I was going to say he's an all-star, but he's now a superstar. I think he's elevated his game to superstar status and what he's doing. And oh yeah, by the way, his team is winning almost every night. So it's not just a great individual accomplishment it's also, oh, yeah, and by the way, the team is winning. You know, I think we make too much sometimes of individual stats and performances, but right. if the team is not winning, it doesn't mean as much. Memphis is going out and beating teams night in and night out. How about that? He is a, he is every single night there's a highlight. You, he's must-see yeah. television or must-see in person. So I figured yep. you'd appreciate that because I'm always looking for, like last night, the, the, he'll dunk on a seven-footer and then hit yeah. a game winner. I mean, he's just – he is a he's phenomenal – real, real basketball player sure is great stuff brother i appreciate you all right we'll I'm, see you later I'm, take care buddy favor. Do me a favor. head to brooklyn and mask the fuck up okay no. <laughs> <laughs> i'll see, see you later. my man Good stuff. hello it is ryan and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day couldn't we just to make up for things like sitting in traffic doing the dishes counting your steps you know all the mundane stuff that is why i'm such a big fan of chumba casino Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.